2: stories that affect you the most right where you live. Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280, The Patriot.
0: With SRN News, I'm Jason Walker. At least 23 people killed by tornadoes tearing through Mississippi last night. The
2: way we
3: assess the storm environment, the kind of environment it's in, and, you know, some sketchy damage pictures and things coming in. I, I'd say there's a pretty good chance that this will be rated at least EF3, but I, that's with a big uh, asterisk <laughs> attached to it. That you know this is going to depend on the ground surveys from the local weather service
0: office. Storm Prediction Center lead forecaster Rich Thompson. Explosion at a chocolate factory in Pennsylvania. Five people are dead. Dozens more have been hurt cause of that blast under investigation. Donald Trump holding his first rally of the 2024 campaign today. He'll be appearing in Waco, Texas. This is SRN News. AM 1280.
2: The Patriot is WWTC Minneapolis, St. Paul FM 107.5 K298 CO Minneapolis Intelligent Radio. This week in the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt, brought to you in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. China's Xi
4: meets Russia's Putin. Senator Tom Cotton. Joe Biden's weakness in his first two years in office have created what they see as new opportunities for advancing their shared interests.
2: Join us for our program and sign up for our podcast at townhallreview.com. Every Saturday evening at 7 and Sunday nights at 11 here on AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio.
3: Award-winning former NBC sideline reporter is the host of Sideline Sanity, that's right, Sideline Sanity with Michelle Tafoya. Check out her takes on pop culture, politics, and world news from her unique perspective. Listen at salempodcastnetwork.com or watch each episode on YouTube. Network.com That's Sideline Sanity with Michelle Tafoya. Tonight's low, 26 degrees, cloudy skies for your overnight hours. Sunday, partly sunny with a high near 40 degrees.
4: Mitch Berg. Welcome back. to the end world. It's the wind beneath the right wind. The show that's making talk radio great again. The Northern Alliance Radio Network. AM 1280, The Patriot. My name, Mitch Berg. My blog is shotinthedark.info. My show, the headliner edition of the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Going on 20 years. Dominating all media in the Twin Cities. Print, television, radio, all of it. All of it. We only get two days a week, just to make it fair. Uh, we being, of course, Jack Tomczak, the new guy, from 3 to 5 every Saturday here on AM 1280, The Patriot. Uh, Brad Carlson, of course, up tomorrow. Back. Uh, with a triumphant return after a week out on assignment, uh, filled in for it by Liz Collin of Alpha News, which is always great. I'm looking forward to uh, having her uh, on much more here in the future here, both uh, in, for Brad and I, or maybe in with Brad and I. Who knows? I mean, anything's possible. Of course, King Banyan, Saturday mornings from 9 to 11 on her sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, doing it better than everyone else, put together two days a week just to make it fair. Uh, by the way, uh, we got a lot to talk about here this hour. This is yet another one of those weeks that I could be on the air three hours a day, five days a week. And I'm just saying, if you know a company or have a company that's looking to sponsor a uh, full-time talk show, good Lord, the city needs it. I mean, yes, we have talk shows. We need more conservative media. We need people to get the truth out uh, because it's not going anywhere on its own. The Twin Cities media, God knows isn't going to do it. So I, I talked about uh, – I've made two predictions about this administration so far. Actually, what am I saying? I've made a number of predictions about this administration. Some of them are fairly small, micro-level predictions about this administration, the, the Waltz administration. For example, I have predicted that by the end of this session, there will be no marijuana legalization, none. I I predicted this because uh, the DFL – the issue is worth more to the DFL dead than alive. It's worth more as something in the future than it is something actually enacted into law. And by the way, as we've discussed with uh, our good friend Kara Schultz from the Burnsville City Council, uh, the law that the DFL is proposing is dreadful for small business. It entirely is in the hands of big pharma. And by the way, I mean, it's further proof that the DFL, for all of their yapping about fighting back against Big Pharma, they are Big Pharma's schnauzers. I mean, they are little pet lap dogs of Big Pharma. And the marijuana bill that they have in process, which I predict will not go anywhere, uh, reflects that fact. By the way, what it also reflects is the interests of the people with the money, including Ryan Winkler former House minority leader, uh, DFLer with great portfolio, person who thinks Clarence Clarence Thomas is an Uncle Tom, and wouldn't you know it, prime mover behind a a marijuana company that will stand to benefit greatly from legalization provided that it's a big pharma-heavy legalization. Oh, yes, it is. Uh, So we'll be watching for that. Oh, yeah. But I have marked this down on my calendar at the end of the session uh, to point out whether I'm right or wrong. And let's be honest. If I didn't think I'd be right, I wouldn't have predicted it. I'm not always right. But when I am, I make darn sure I'm insufferable about it. Two predictions I made that I was absolutely certain about that I felt not even the faintest compunction about making and splashing about. Uh, Two of them, uh, well, one of them I made back in November of 2018, when the Democrats won the midterm, uh, the Trump midterm. It was a bad night for Republicans, no other way to put it. And I said, you know, the one great saving grace we're going to have is that the progressives are going to be themselves. They are going to turn on the crazy, and they are going to legislate like – Like an alcoholic legislates, uh like an alcoholic legislates when they dive into a vat of whiskey. That's this is what they do. And honestly, had it not been for COVID, had it not been for all of that dislocation and craziness that it caused both to people's states of minds and, let's be honest, the electoral system. And by the way, I, I don't believe I I have yet to have it proven to my satisfaction the election was illegally stolen. But I think there's a fairly solid case to be made that the COVID changes uh, in the voting system uh, did, in fact, tilt the election. That and all those Zuckerbucks going uh, into elections around the country in key states. I, I think the election was tipped by means that were legal and should not be. And so when you see states like Florida and Georgia and other good, solid conservative states uh, reinforcing the integrity of the actual electoral systems, it's definitely something to model ourselves after. But we had progressives win, and thanks to COVID, I'm modestly certain that that played at least a certain role uh, in the the, the diffusion of the red wave and the disappearance of of that wave here in Minnesota. I was always incredibly uncomfortable predicting a red wave here in Minnesota, and uh, I was right. So, at any rate. Uh, But I I was right about the fact that the DFL would go crazy on the progressivism. Now, between 2018 and 2022, they had divided government in St. Paul, so they could only go so far. They could only get so crazy. Now, with the trifecta, it's Katie, bar the door. Now, this brings me to my second prediction, one that is very current, one that is being proven right as we speak. Last December, uh, December 8th uh, to wit, when the DFL was crowing about having a $17.6 billion surplus, I noted that the so-called surplus was nothing but billions of dollars in federal COVID stimulus money and Routine DFL over taxation, which is plumped up, by the way, by receipts driven up by inflation in the cost of the goods being taxed. I mean, remember, 8% of that surplus is inflation, which uh, is is 12%, roughly one in eight of the dollars, which means a little over $2 billion of that is inflation. It's counterbalanced by the fact that the dollar is worth 8% less than when when the, the year started. And by the way, the receipts are also driven up by all that taxation on uh, uh, over an epipandemic surge in stimulus-driven consumer spending that would end with the subsidies. I mean, once you had every unemployed or dubiously employed person in the country no longer making 600 bucks a week, suddenly all that consumer spending dried up, but not before sales tax got applied to, like, all of it. Anyway, I predicted four things. The first, that the DoL would turn that $17.6 billion surplus into permanent spending. All of it. All of it. It's, it's how, by the way, uh, Arnie Carlson governed. He had surpluses, I think, all but one of his years in office. And he turned them all into permanent spending, which... All got turned into more taxes and spending and became part, it, it, it led to the doubling of the budget on his watch. I'm afraid, by the way, that Governor Waltz is going to leave that far in the dust. The, uh, by the way, second was the economy will slow into recession. By the way, even as the DFL's cheerleaders in their pet media are starting to observe, the economy is going to slow into recession. They're fighting that public announcement, but it's going to happen. And when that happens? What happens? tax receipts fall. And without those COVID stimuli and with the economy contracting, tax receipts are going to crash again. And by the way, sub-prediction to number three there, it'll be, quote, unexpected, end quote, to the DFL. And so that leads us to the fourth prediction, technically the fifth. The state will have a multi-billion dollar deficit. If you can be optimistic, I say by 2026. Friends of mine on Capitol Hill say 2024 is not out of the question. Anyway, four predictions and a sub-prediction. The first one, let's just say I threw that one right through. I, I dropped that horse show right on the post. This past week, the Star Tribune announced Governor Tim Waltz and legislative leaders... Announced they've agreed to a spending framework that increased the state's budget by nearly $17.9 billion over the next two years. Seemingly, seemingly using up all of Minnesota's surplus. Seemingly. (laughs) Uh, Don't ever let anyone tell you that the DFL uses the Star Tribune as its personal public relations firm, by the way. No, perish the thought. Uh, the, the usual crowd uh, popped up on Twitter. Uh, Zach Stevenson, Minnesota senator uh, from the DFL, said, quote, I'm not sure people are. Oh, he was so happy about this. Quote, I'm not sure people are grasping the significance of this moment. You know how in mid-May reporters are usually camped out in front of the governor's office waiting for negotiators to come out and announce a budget deal? This is that deal. It's March 21st. Uh, Governor Waltz said it to a reporter, uh, quote, the era of gridlock is over, said Governor Waltz, upon announcing the agreement on budget targets this past Tuesday, uh, which says, uh, in, uh, which he says also includes the state's largest tax cut in Minnesota history. It's not a tax cut. It's it's a targeted tax cut, which is basically a payoff to a political class. Nothing more. Plus, quote, investments, end quote, to end childhood poverty, infrastructure, and bonding, and helping families. Helping families. Uh, And and Zach Stevenson puts this out there like like it's a good thing. This is the deal. It's March 21st. In other words, the the budget got brought in two months before it was uh, under divided government. Because Zach Stevenson, being a progressive, thinks that, Government churning out paper is inherently a good thing. Government that is slow and constantly fighting with itself and, dare we even hope, gridlocked is good. Gridlocked government is good because it doesn't do anything stupid. When you reach a budget agreement two months early and crow about it, uh, it, it sounds an awful lot like people saying, "Well, hey, at least, at least they made the trains run on time." Anyway, my ultimate prediction: billions of deficits is now inevitable. I'm going to go out and say it right there: it is inevitable. And by the way, uh, Walter Hudson, uh, our one of our favorite freshman senators, uh, agrees. He tweeted: "Democrats are going to turn a 17.5 billion surplus into a multi-billion dollar deficit in one biennium." He said it. I agree. Uh, that's why they changed their tune on Social Security tax repeal. <laughs> they can't afford it. Soon, none of us will be able to afford anything. Oh, yeah. Walter is right. 651-289-4488. Normally our number, but I'm not here. I'm at the state gun owners rally at the Capitol. You should be, too. But that's our ca- uh, number next week. Either way, more on that when we come back. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriots. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the
2: Sculpture Garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon, we're where you are. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Jesus Christ is the Son of God, the Savior of the world. How do we know this? He rose from the grave the third day, just as God has said through the prophets. Hi, friends. I'm Mark Henry, pastor of Revive Church in Brooklyn Park. Let's celebrate Jesus together this Easter. God has a plan for you, a freedom, hope, and life in Christ. The Bible says he who has the Son has life. He who does not have the Son of God does not have life. Don't miss the celebration Easter weekend at Revive Church, Saturday night, 4 p.m. and Sunday morning, 9 and 11 a.m. Find us at revivebrooklynpark.org.
1: Epiphany Catholic School strives to grow your students' heart and mind to give students an education grounded in faith, knowledge, and virtue. Although educational styles change, the vision of faith-infused education never wavers. Epiphany is committed to forming students into saints and citizens for this world and the next. Epiphany Catholic School is located in Coon Rapids, serving students from pre-K through 8th grade. For more information, visit epiphanyschoolmn.org. Be kind
2: and you could win $5,000 or a new roof for your home from Estate Claim Services, GAF, and the Salvation Army. Visit our fan club page to see the daily acts of kindness and enter to win. Then on April 17th, you could be awarded a new roof for your home and $5,000. Plus have another five grand to donate to a deserving organization in your name. The Kindness Challenge from Estate Claim Services, GAF, and the Salvation Army. Details at AM1280ThePatriot.com. Tom.
1: Over-the-counter hearing aids are a new class of hearing devices regulated by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration and an option for adults 18 and over with perceived mild to moderate hearing loss. Get your hearing tested by an audiologist or hearing instrument dispenser. A tip sheet and shopping checklist is available on the Hearing Loss Association of America's website. Paid for by the Minnesota Commission of the Deaf, DeafBlind, and Hard of Hearing, the Minnesota Broadcasters Association, and this station.
3: ThefishtwinCities.com is streaming your favorite contemporary Christian artists like Matthew West, Toby Mack, for King and Country, and many more. Stream along at thefishtwinCities.com, download the free app, or listen on your Amazon smart speaker.
4: Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Hey, don't forget, Salem News Channel. It's Salem. It's news. It's a channel. If you're looking for alternative news, one which aligns more with your views and values and and beyond that, tells the truth. Uh, Introducing Salem News Channel, providing the most respected and reliable conservative voices today. This is the channel for anyone who loves America and isn't afraid to show it. Every day on Salem News Channel, you hear those values in the way our hosts address the breaking stories you need to hear and the answers to the questions you are looking for. That's SalemNewsChannel.com. It's the news channel that all of us Salem people listen to. So, uh, Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM a The Patriot. I almost gave out the phone number. Of course, I'm not in the studio today. I am down at the Minnesota State Capitol at the Gun Rights Rally with the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus. Hope to have Rob Dorr or Brian Strasser, or both of them, on the show in coming weeks here to talk about the outlook here in the Minnesota State Legislature. A uh, simple point. We're going to need you to help out here. Uh, that's that's going to be part of it here. Anyway, I'm multitasking. I'm carrying on the fight on two fronts simultaneously because the fight and each and every one of you do, in fact, mean that much to me. <laughs> anyway, so I hope you can join us next week. Brad Carlson back tomorrow, by the way, at his normal, uh, normal time. So let's look a little bit at what the DFL has been doing this session here so far because, on the one hand, It jibes with my prediction I made on November, back in November, I forget the election. I want to say November 8th because elections always seem to be November 8th. I don't know why. But it seems to jibe with the prediction I made back then that progressives are going to progressive. You let them loose around power and they're a little bit like, I don't know, a, a crack addict with a stolen gold card. They can't help but use it. But I think there's a just a shade more to it than that. Because you look at the legislation they're passing. I mean, here in run-of-the-mill state blue, uh, sorry, purple Minnesota. And, and by the way, statewide elections notwithstanding, this is a purple state. I mean, four of our eight congressional districts are Republican. The other four are Democrat. Two of them are very, very moldy blue, the fourth and the fifth. Two of them, the second and the third, are salvageable, hopefully, maybe. Uh, and in the meantime, on the other side, two of our congressional districts, the 6th uh, se- uh, the 6th and the 7th, are never going to vote Repub- uh, Democrat again uh, throughout all of recorded time, short of some sort of zombie apocalypse, which, by the way, will make everyone a conservative because unvarnished reality is pure conservatism. But at any rate, And not the fun conservatism either, not your P.J. O'Rourke kind. But And you have two congressional districts, the 8th and the 1st, that could still be lost. They're getting more solid all the time. The 8th in particular, which I never thought I'd say because I never thought I'd see the day that the 8th congressional district would vote Republican. And yet it is a safe Republican seat now. So we have four districts on each side. On each side, you've got two very solid districts for both parties and two not-so-solid districts for both parties. So this state is fairly described as purple, straight down the middle purple for congressional races. And in a decent year, which this past year was not for us, in the legislature. I mean, even you look at the Senate right now. The Senate is close to divided. It's it's a one-vote vote match in the Senate, the way it has been for years now. I mean, what, two sessions ago, it was uh, the the Senate had a one-vote Republican majority and that extended to three when Tom Bach and uh, Dave Tomassoni left the DFL. And that's, it's been close to even, close to tied for years, a decade now. I mean, the last time there was a clear blowout majority, The Republicans had one in the House in 2010, the Tea Party year, and the Democrats seized one back in 2012, the the Barack Obama re-election year. And it just kept getting closer and closer ever since then. Minnesota's a very purple state, and yet the DFL has governed as if they are California uh, or New Jersey or Rhode Island. A state with an insuperable majority. And, yes, the DFL turnout machine in the metro may well. Uh, Sometimes it feels like it's an unbeatable majority just when you go up against that metro election machine. Uh, It's something that Republicans are going to have to learn how to outdo. We're going to have to build our own election machine. At any rate, back on the actual topic here, the DFL has been passing legislation like they are California, like they are New Jersey, like they are New York. Uh, even New York uh, has to govern somewhat conservatively. I mean, the, the upstate New York Republicans and conservatives actually are a force to be reckoned with in New York. But you look at what they've passed. I mean, the most liberal abortion laws in America, I mean, just absolute overkill, uh, to if you'll pardon the expression, uh, the transgender rights bill, you know, essentially the legalizing of kidnapping and the nullification of forty-nine states' legal systems, only in the interest of transgender children, by the way, no, nobody else. And sweeping gun control proposals—I mean, John Marty's gun control proposals would fit in in California. That might make a New York assemblyman go, uh, Marty. Dial back the crazy just a tad here. This is, you know, this is all going to get shot down in federal court. If you'll pardon the expression, uh, of course he knows it, but they're going for it. I, and it's not just the big sweeping things like that. I mean, the little things that, that are stupid little law proposals that are, in fact, the darlings of progressivism. Uh, this one just popped up on the, the Minnesota Reformer, which is a a, a custom. Bespoke news site uh, funded by progressive plutocrats. Quote, Minnesota lawmakers are considering a sweeping set of labor standards for Uber, Lyft, DoorDash and similar company uh, companies, which would upend the laissez faire relationship between tech giants and their workforce of independent contractors under a bill. Senate file 2319, uh, proposed by state Democrats, Uber and Lyft would have to pay drivers for fuel and car maintenance, as well as insurance for drivers' injuries comparable to workmen's compensation. The companies would have to pay drivers a minimum rate for each fare or cancellation, which is expected to lead to a higher price for consumers. This bill would also bar Uber, Lyft, and similar firms, referred to in the legislation as, quote, transportation network companies, from dropping workers from their apps without reason And without an opportunity for appeal. Quote, Minnesota has long assured its workers a safe and fair workplace. Over the last decade, a new industry is coming to our state that circumvents nearly every one of these protections. Uh, That is, transportation network companies, most prominently Uber and Lyft, said uh, Senator Omar Fateh. A Democrat from Minneapolis, where else, and chief author of the bill during the Senate Labor Committee a meeting on tu- on Tuesday, Uber, Lyft, and other popular apps like DoorDash classify their workers as contractors rather than employees, which exempts the companies from having to pay a minimum wage, overtime, social security, unemployment insurance, and workers' compensation. See, the problem is, Uber drivers, Lyft drivers, DoorDashers, all of them, are independent. They don't work like nine-to-five workers who come in and punch a ticket and uh, punch a time clock like, a, like the good old-fashioned lunch pail hauling union workers that took the trolley down to the factory back in the 1930s from their bedroom suburbs on the edge of, say, Richfield and, and Crystal. Uh, they, they're not like that. And that terrifies Democrats. They think that all jobs, all work, all human effort should be uniform, quantifiable, and exactly the way they expect it to be. And while you know that many of them use Uber and Lyft, although there's a few of them that make a, quote, principled stance, end quote, to take taxis, which, by the way, have a similar independent contractor status, although the rules are different still they they're, they they essentially want to want to turn uber and lyft into 9 to 5 type jobs which essentially destroys their utility uh, for what they are which is a, a inexpensive way to get a ride and a low impact side hustle job i mean i've taken uber and lyft quite a number of times in the past i don't know 8 six to eight years, probably. And I talk with a lot of the drivers, the ones that want to talk. Some of them really do like to talk. They're happy to have someone to talk with. And almost to a person, they are either students with a side, looking for a side hustle that pays decent money for minimal time, people who work other jobs who are looking for a little extra money to get over some hurdle or another, or in in many cases, immigrants who work day jobs, I, I talked with the last Lyft driver I, I talked with was a, um immigrant, ran a landscaping business with his brothers, and did Lyft on the side to bring in some extra money because it's a new business and they needed it. And that idea, that sort of entrepreneurship, that sort of independence, absolutely terrifies DFLers. There's something about progressivism, about the left that requires, what's the term, bovine subservience. And I, I say this is a guy who works a nine-to-five job, which sometimes keeps him up until midnight doing meetings with India. That That's – this is the sort of thing that destroyed the gig economy in California, that is going to destroy the gig economy in all blue cities because blue cities – think that work should be outcome-based rather than potential-based. That if you're not making $15 an hour in benefits, it's not really a job. And if you're making more than that, well, you're probably unseemly wealthy by the standards they they find acceptable. Uh, So why are they doing this? Well, that's the interesting part, here. I think. We'll come back to that in a moment. Northern Alliance Radio Network. You can get a
3: comprehensive estate plan for half the regular price through this special limited time offer. We're partnering with a local law firm that specializes in estate plans. If you don't have an estate plan, it could be up to the court to decide who gets your assets. This can be costly to your loved ones. You've heard the stories where even strong families have been torn apart in the process. Our attorney partner is offering a full package of estate planning services for just $1,500, regularly $3,000. It includes wills, power of attorney, health care directives, guardian and conservator documents. Call the station and we'll put you in touch with our attorney for a no obligation conversation to make sure this is the right fit for you and your family. There are only a few of these half price estate plan offers available. Get your house in order today with a comprehensive estate plan for half the regular price. Call the station at 651-405-8800. 651-405-8800
1: texting privacy policy in terms and conditions posted at textplan.us texting enrolls for recurring automated text marketing messages message and data rates may apply reply stop opt outs out a website for financing details windowappointmentnow.com attention all homeowners do you know when to replace your windows feeling too hot or cold it's time to replace fog between the glass time to replace spending too much on expensive energy that literally goes out the window it's definitely time to replace if you've put off replacing windows in your home because it's too expensive here's great news you can now get a free in-home window consultation and free- price quote from Renewal by Anderson, the company with the most five-star reviews among leading full-service window replacement companies. And right now, you can buy one and get one 40% off. Just text EXTRA extra to 200-300 for your free consultation on top quality affordable windows or patio doors, all with super affordable financing options. Text EXTRA to 200-300 right now to buy one and get one 40% off. But hurry, these big dollar savings won't last long. Text the word EXTRA to 200-300. Don't wait. Text EXTRA to
4: Welcome back to Twin Cities and World, Northern Alliance Radio Network. This is the headliner edition. I am, of course, Mitch Berg. Uh, Brad Carlson coming up uh, tomorrow from 1 to 3. And, of course, Jack Tomzak, the new guy, is up next here. So you always have something to look forward to here. And don't forget to check out the entire lineup of all Uh, Salem talk show hosts all week long. I mean, 24-7, we are on the air on two different stations, the 1280 and the 1570. Uh, Freedom 1570, our sister station. Uh, The format's so nice, we do it twice. Plus AM 1440, The Businessman, and AM 980, The Believer. Four different stations, plus the Fish Twin Cities, which streams Christian music and more Christian music. And then, when you think you couldn't possibly get any more, even more Christian music. We've got it all For you, yes, I'm excited about this. Uh, I am Mitch Berg. I've been doing this for 19 years, uh, going on 20 even as we speak here. Festivities will be had. Oh, yeah, this is a time when conservatives need to get together and uh, pop a few tops, commiserate for a bit, and then go on and carry on the fight, which, by the way, I am doing as we speak. I'm down at the Minnesota State Capitol at the Minnesota Gun Owners rally. This is a pre-recorded broadcast. I usually don't admit when I'm doing pre-recorded broadcasts. I like to maintain that veneer, that impression of doing live radio because let's be honest, live radio is more fun than recorded radio. I I appear on other people's podcasts occasionally and the conversation is fun, but not being on the radio live is just a little bit like Riding a bike with training wheels—it's just not the same. And and I, I say that, allowing for the fact that i am live—I'm not live right now. I mean, I am live. The show is not. Uh, it's a matter of expediency and 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 ability to be in two places at once, your folks, by the miracle of technology. That's exactly exactly what I'm doing. So, we talked about the four different sets of laws, and, and there are many more. I mean, the DFL is not even done. But I mean, you look at the big laws where they swung for the fence, I mean, going full bore, California, New Jersey, New York blue in a purple state, a, a, a policy that may actually cost them some seats in this next election. And by the way, we've talked about this before, they, they don't care because once things get passed, it's almost impossible to repeal them, even if we get a Republican trifecta, well, unless we get a Republican trifecta. Uh, we're not going to be able to roll back the kidnapping legalization bill. We're not going to be able to roll back much, if any, of the abortion law because it's almost impossible unless you have an overwhelming majority. Unless we have a 10, 11-seat majority in the House and six or seven in the Senate one of these sessions, we're not going to be able to roll any of this stuff back. And the DFL knows it, so they're going for it. That's one of the reasons. That's one of the reasons they swung for the fence on abortion and on kidnapping legalization and on, and, and why they're at least representing on gun control. I mean, John Marty's gun control bill is the one that they, that we've been warning you about. And we may be able to beat it, but we're going to spend a lot of time and effort and money beating it back. And if we don't, It'll largely get beat down in court, but that's going to cost time and money. And by the way, if you're a law-abiding gun owner, make no mistake, while it's wending its way through the courts, it's going to cost you aggravation, inconvenience at the very least, and possibly very much more. So that's why they're do- That's one of the reasons they're doing it, is because they're just going to put all everything they can up on the boards, get it all in the books, because once the ink dries, it never comes out. As a practical sense, it takes a generation of political leadership to undo another dynasty's bad decisions. And we're going to need a lot of that in Minnesota, if indeed it can possibly be done. And I'm pessimistic. I mean, miracles happen. If I didn't believe in miracles, I could not be a conservative living in St. Paul. But uh, miracles are not common. They are rarer than a two-year-old that actually really has an informed decision about their actual gender. At any anyway, rate, but uh, there's more to it than that. Uh, Waltz, uh, Tim Waltz, Governor Waltz, Governor Clink, as I uh, affectionately call him. I mean, I have affection for the term, not for the governor. He's a terrible, terrible governor. Governor Waltz exists as a governor, Because he has sucked up to the hard left. And really, his entire career since he left Congress is a function of having thrown his earlier so-called moderate roots under the bus. And changed his entire political outlook. Really, entirely transitioned, if you will, his political identity into a progressive. Remember, in 2018... He lost the endorsement at the convention to, uh, Aaron Mil- uh, Murphy and Aaron May Quaid. People who are at the forefront of the progressive wave. That's part of the trifecta today. Aaron Murphy, uh, of course, one of the most insufferable progressives in the Senate and Aaron May Quaid also in the Senate from Apple Valley, Apple Valley, my God, you people have to do better. At any rate, uh, to, to win in the primary, and by the way, the, the big money behind the DFL recognized correctly that Murphy and May Quaid were going to get clobbered in the gubernatorial election. Uh, they, they were too far to the left for Minnesota. But if you have a delivery system that Main Street, Minnesota, that, that moderate voters, that people who can be convinced uh, can, can fool them. Well, then maybe, maybe you'll, you'll get by. And as Ben Shapiro has been saying on his show for the last uh, year, Joe Biden was that delivery system at the national level. He's got this reputation or he had this reputation for being a, a sane, sensible moderate. And all he's really done is been a sock puppet for the hard left. as a delivery system for the third Obama term. And Governor Klink is the same thing. We've. This is not a new subject on this show. Uh, he won the endorsement because he took on enough he, – he wrote enough IOUs to the progressive wing of the DFL, well, really to the progressive mainstream of the DFL. Uh, that's why Lieutenant Governor Flanagan really operates as co-governor. I mean, she is in every photo op. She is co-star in all of – she was co-star in all the campaign ads. She is – Fairly obviously being groomed for bigger, better things. God only knows why. She's such an utterly disagreeable person, but being agreeable doesn't necessarily get you any extra points with progressives. It's all about the resume. So why is this happening? Well, why? Obviously it's happening because the progressive movement needed a delivery system, a, a moderate sock puppet to get them to actually into power. But there's another ulterior motive here. He's He and his movement are going full bore, hardcore, moldy blue left because Gavin Newsom's going to need a running mate. And Tim Waltz is perfectly capable, easily as capable of telling Gavin Newsom, Yes, sir, I will tell any lie you want me to tell. Please get me on the ticket. He's perfectly capable of that, because that's why he is the governor of Minnesota today. He said the same thing to the progressive movement. It's why a lifelong NRA member with an A rating in Congress cuddled up with Moms Want Action just before the 2018 election, throwing the shooters under the bus. It's why he ran hat in hand to Peggy Flanagan to beat Aaron Murphy. And to drag his slate over, I mean, remember, Keith Ellison wasn't endorsed either. Keith Ellison was too moderate for the DFL activists. They endorsed Matt Pelican. Tim Waltz, God help this state, I will bet you dimes to dollars. And I'm not the only one who's brought this up today, but it, it's the, the the rumor has been catching on even more than normal today. Tim Waltz has national ambitions, and I honestly hope he pursues them. I mean, Minnesota is going to pay dearly for him paving his way to that, but we were going to pay dearly for it anyway. Watching him try to waddle his way out onto the national stage behind Gavin Newsom up against, take your pick, Donald Trump or or, or Ron DeSantis is going to be glorious. Watching, I mean, I I don't know. There, there are those who say, by the way, that he's actually going to try to run for president. And that Gavin Newsom, perforce, being a progressive, is going to have to pick a woman, preferably a woman of color, for vice president, since Gavin Newsom is, well, the opposite of a female of color. I mean, by conventional biology, obviously not uh, the biology that is recognized in the Minnesota State Legislature. So... This is the rumor that's been going around, that Governor Waltz has national ambitions. And that explains why he's passing all these bills or pushing all these bills and signing the ones that gets to his desk, uh, making uh, abortion the law of the land, legalizing kidnapping for transgender kids and nobody else, and, uh, and attempting to grab the guns, partly because it gives him a shot on the national stage and partly because... These are the sorts of issues that make all of the progressive money on which the DFL relies. Oh, yes, they do. Uh, All these donors from the coast who disproportionately support the DFL love to see these kinds of, of bills advancing the DFL. Has its small money donors, but they rely on progressive plutocrats. They rely on Hollywood. They rely on Silicon Valley. They rely on 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 Corporate Canyon in Minneapolis. They rely on Kenwood. This this idea that the Democratic Party was ever the party of of the working person, or or farmers and laborers, in, in terms of the DFL, uh, if it was ever true. That ended in the 1960s. The, the DFL is the party of the progressive plutocrat. And this is the sort of policy that brings in both the money and the gossip about perhaps maybe Tim Waltz has a future in the big time. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280 The Patriot. Don't know where we will be right back. AM 1280
2: The Patriot
1: Immaculate Conception School is now accepting enrollment applications for fall 2023. Financial aid and scholarship funding still available. Schedule a tour today. Learn why Immaculate Conception School is your child's firm foundation. Search Immaculate
0: Conception School. Salem Surround partners with your business to deliver custom digital marketing solutions. Surround your target audience wherever they engage, search, surf, socialize, or review to keep your business top of mind. Learn more at Minneapolis.SalemSurround.com. Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on...
5: I fully recognize not everyone has a fighting nature, but everyone can help fighters. What's wrong is not to do either. If the troops have no supplies, the troops are worthless. This station is a fighter, so there's a very simple way for you to help this station, and that is just patronize their sponsors. Help us continue
3: to keep the Twin Cities right by supporting the local businesses you hear on this station.
1: There are many storms that go through Minnesota every year. Don't call the first guy that knocks on your door. Look to us, locally owned Estate Claim Services. Hi, I'm Alex Escoto. At Estate Claim Services, we're not a storm chasing company. We are here when you need us and will be around long after we finish your job. We've earned an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau because we take care of our customers like you. Last year, we had a homeowner who had a leak and they were very upset. We verified the roof was not the cause and found out it was actually coming from one of their older windows. Something we didn't originally repair, but we took care of it anyway. We strive for 100% satisfaction every time, and we'll do the same for you. Check us out online at estateclaimservices.com or give us a call at 651-309-1114. You can trust locally owned estate claim services. Customers call them the honest
3: roofers. Alex and his crew will be around long after your work is done. Search
1: for estate claim services online today. The right to the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. BearingArms.com covers Second Amendment issues, self-defense, the latest gear, and more. That's
4: BearingArms.com. Welcome back Twin Cities and World, Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 12A, The Patriot. Jack, the new guy, Tom Zach, coming up at the top of the hour here from 3 to 5. He's a guy who knows where the bodies are buried in Minnesota politics, and that's important in these uh, in these trying times as they used to be. But I'm so glad that phrase has disappeared from the parlance for now. At any rate, uh, Brad Carlson coming up from 1 to 3 tomorrow here on AM 12A, The Patriot King Banyan, Saturday mornings 9 to 11 on our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman. By the way, had a nice weekend off last week, and uh, this week, it, actually, yeah, we, we had a gig uh, St. Patrick's Day. At uh, the Rosetown VF uh, Rosetown Legion, I should say, had a great time. Next gig coming up—that was last Friday. Uh, next gig coming up next Friday, this coming Friday, March thirty-first at Shamrocks Irish uh, Nook on uh, West Seventh Street in Saint Paul. It's a sister bar to the Nook, so they got uh, they've got their share of the best juicy Lucy recipe anywhere in the Twin Cities. The food is lit. The uh, it's the location right uh, west of downtown Saint Paul in. Pretty much the good part of the West. I mean, you get away from some of the craziness downtown. So if you're worried about coming to the city, don't. It's a, it's, it's a decent part of town all in all. I mean, I've been living there forever, so I my tolerance is, is thoroughly appropriate. But at any rate, it's a great bar. This has one, been one of my bucket list bars for years and years and years, probably 15 years. I mean, long before I even thought I would ever have another band, I was thinking, boy, I would sure love to play Shamrocks. So it's a cool room, great food. Great booze, great, uh, great, great facility for playing in a band. We'll be on from 930 till 1230 Friday night, this coming Friday, uh, March 31st. Also, uh, I'm at the Minnesota Gun Rights Rally at the Minnesota State Capitol right now. As we speak, I'm two places at one time, thanks to the miracle of technology. You need to get yourself into at least one of those places, and that is to say, if you are Interested? If you treasure all of the rights in the Bill of Rights, you need to support the Second Amendment—the right that defends them all. Which here in Minnesota, the, the primary group defending the Second Amendment is the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus. Get on the horn. Get on. You know, go to gunowners.mn and sign up. At, at the very least, get involved in the email blast so that when—not if—when the DFL tries to come out with a stupid gun ban bill. We can melt down the switchboards. We can blow up the email servers sky high. We can leave no doubt where the real people of Minnesota, not the ELCA haired hamsters in t shirts waddling around uh, from moms and every town, no, no, real Minnesotans, uh, where, where we all stand. I mean, they can see the numbers. Twelve. The numbers came out this past week, uh, two weeks ago, actually. 12% of eligible Minnesotans have carry permits. This is a state where the right to keep and bear arms is the norm. That's an outstanding, amazing number of people, 12 times as many as the state legislative research office predicted would ever be issued in the state of Minnesota, uh, 6 to 12 times, going back to the numbers from 20 years ago. Uh, The numbers... Terrify the DFL, which is one of the reasons they're going for. The, they're swinging for the fence while they're in office, which may also explain the all-night push to pass the kidnapping legalization bill the night before last. Why would they do that? I mean, is chemically castrating prepubescent children really that big of a sell in Minnesota? Is 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 lopping off? kids' gender-specific parts really that big of a sell in the state of Minnesota, you'd think not. And you'd be right. According to the latest Thinking Minnesota poll, taken February 26th to 28th, an overwhelming majority, a veto-proof majority of Minnesotans oppose sex change operations for minors. The poll was released as the Minnesota House prepared to debate uh, this bill this last Thursday, making uh, Minnesota a trans-refuge state A kidnapping refuge state uh, where the practice will be protected and even encouraged, (laughs) encouraged, subsidized. It will be subsidized. All political subgroups in the poll opposed sex change operations for minors, including Democrats. There's a 51 point gap in support for the practice among Minnesota independents, 16 percent of independents. Supported compared to 67% opposed. The poll was conducted by Meeting Street Insights, a nationally recognized polling operation based in Charleston, South Carolina. Using a mix of cell phones and landlines, the company interviewed 500 registered voters across the state from February 26th to 28th. Uh, The margin of error is plus 4.38%, which you can say what you will about the methodology, but that is, I don't think there's any way around the fact that, that Minnesotans, as a whole, as a group, as a people, across political divides, oppose this. They didn't vote for this, by the way. You can make a case they voted for the idea that, that they, were, they were log-rolled into thinking that Scott Jensen would ban abortion, which he could not do, which could not happen under Minnesota law. Uh, you could make that case. I... You can't imagine you can find more than 1% of even the most addled DFLers who believed they were voting for overriding other states' custody laws, overriding the legal system of the other 49 states to protect protect uh, transition of minor children, but nothing else. By the way, they're trying to raise the age to purchase a gun to 21, but they're trying to lower the the age of consent for uh, life-altering surgery to two. They say it's rare. By the way, rare doesn't mean non-existent, not at all. Speaking of scum, opening arguments uh, happened this past week in the trial of Anton Lazaro, uh, former Republican uh, fundraiser. And and by the way, they, you can tell he's a Republican because his party appears in the headline of every story about him. Uh, Lazari uh, Lazaro, a, a wealthy former GOP strategist whose co-defendant Gisela Castro Medina, has already pleaded guilty to conspiracy and testified against him uh, yesterday in the uh, opening day of testimony at the trial. Uh, prosecutors say Lazaro met Castro Medina through a sugar daddy website, then worked with her to recruit teen girls who were broken uh, young, small, vulnerable, uh, to, to uh, get busy with him. For his part, the defendant maintains it was consensual, except they were underage, so no, it was not. Because you can't consent to sex if you're underage in Minnesota. But you can consent to have your sex changed. Uh, it's This is the crazy land we're in. Anyway, Anton Lazaro is going to be found guilty. I mean, he you're not supposed to say that on the radio because everyone is innocent until proven guilty. And in fact, he is innocent until proven guilty. So I'll just say he will likely I it, I don't see how he gets out of this. I don't see how he gets out of this without spending multiple decades in jail, if not the rest of his natural life. This is pretty well, this is pretty ghastly stuff. And it shows this uh, the, the, the bizarre land, the, the through the looking glass nature of politics in this state this last year, because everyone knows every parent, every person with a living soul knows it's wrong and just a little bit evil, maybe a whole bunch evil to recruit underage kids for sex, even just reg- forget about trafficking sex in general with underage Uh, Children is bad, 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 and it is. But somehow those same kids can consent to having their gender reassigned. Northern Alliance Radio Network, thank you all for tuning in. God bless you all. God bless America.
0: The institutions use the markets to create income and get better returns for their investors. They are consistent year after year using tools that most people know nothing about. Learn the skills to invest and trade with the institutions at a free investing class in our local Twin City Center or virtually at 952-814-4410. Discover the tools the institutions use daily at Online Trading Academy, 952-814-4410, or go to learnwithota.com.
4: Marriage within the black community is, is few and far between. We collectively don't have very many examples of it. I've seen different brothers and sisters around me who dealt with um, having children out of wedlock, and I've seen the many ills that came with it. And I, I just knew that I didn't want that a part of my life, and I didn't want to um, subject my children to some of the things that I had to face. Marriage is not the end of a life. You know, it's the beginning of a life with someone else. It's one of the most difficult things in manhood which therefore causes you to be a better man uh, it, uh, it allows you to graduate into manhood
3: i'm kendall pauls
2: and together we'll put our families on the road to prosperity learn more at takechargeminnesota.com
3: takechargeminnesota.com
5: I appeal to you to fight. I fully recognize not everyone has a fighting nature, but everyone can help fighters. What's wrong is not to do either. If the troops have no supplies, the troops are worthless. This station is a fighter. So there's a very simple way for you to help this station, and that is just pay